Podcast, the Joe Kelly Fan Club Appreciation Podcast. I'm Jacob Birch, Eric Steven. This is us. They get slower every year these off seasons. I don't know, man. We're we are white hot right now with excitement <laughs> over this fast paced off season. Uh, all I know is I went to the winter meetings um, four years ago for the first time when it was in San Diego, and then. Uh, <laughs> That was when the Dodgers made literally five trades and they signed Brandon McCarthy. Um, and like, I, so I, I mean, that was my baseline. So I went to this winter meeting thinking, you never know when something's going to happen. And if something happens, like a lot of stuff will happen. And then a lot of rumors yeah. that uh, Andrew Freeman would get very creative this offseason. It's yeah. a lot of depth to play with, you know, trying to push over the edge to make the World Series. I was excited. I was in the woods without much of an internet connection. Uh, the entire time um but i made time the one time i would get connected i would call my wife and i would check my uh, wife yeah. uh, <laughs> i would check uh <laughs> baseball rumors mlb trade rumors and boy was i t- one of those was great talking to my wife was wonderful checking baseball yeah, it, rumors was like oh joe well, kelly okay right, sure imagine <laughs> like being in the room like there so the um, winter meetings, the way it's sort of set up is there's a lot of like offshoot stuff where there's like a, a scouts meeting or maybe, maybe not scouts meeting, but like a minor league um, team of the year meeting. Baseball America has their thing. There's a job fair on one side. The way there was a uh, baseball writer association meeting one of the mornings, but for the most part, all the reporters are like jammed in this gig- It's like two ballrooms together and it's just like filled with like workstations or like basically tables, like, and then at the front of the room are, um, is like a big dais with like, you know, to do press conferences. And there was like no, there was hardly any press conferences. There was Nathan Evaldi who signed before the winter meetings, like came on Monday to like do the formal introduction. And then uh, they had the, the Hall of Fame announcement with Harold Baines and Lee Smith um, getting in from the Veterans Committee. They came on Tuesday and then... I think uh, Stuart Sternberg, the Rays president, like came and did a talk, basically saying their new their stadium deal was dead and they're gonna like they're kind of screwed. Uh, it was so that and that, other than that, there was like no substantial like press conference. You know, it's like mm-hmm. uh, like a couple years ago, Dodge, Rich Hill signed it during the winter meetings. He had his press conference there um, when the Dodgers made the that uh, those that like when the front office was new. Um, they did the three-team deal with the Angels and the Mar- Marlins. And that was like a midnight press conference. That was like exciting. <laughs> Nothing really happened this time. So it's like, ugh, you know, it was just, it was just, we're just like all waiting for stuff to happen, but then it didn't really happen. How was how was your winter meeting? We'll get into the news as little as it is uh, a little bit later. But you know, from a from a personal standpoint, how you, did you have fun? Yeah, I, I kind of did. Like, I, I will say this. I got I got sick for part of it. So, uh, I mean, it's not the best atmosphere. Vegas in itself, like, it's just designed to, like, sort of keep you inside. Like, everything was – plus Mandalay Bay 
there's a lot connected to it. So like I I ended up not going to like Luxor. You there's you could like not be outside at all and like walk over to Luxor, but in between is like sort of a strip mall or like a, kind of a mall thing that you walk through. Um, and it will, and then the thing there <laughs> that's funny is like that's where that's Pete Rose's like home base. He's at this like little like I I think it's like a, just a a sports shop or something, and he just has a little table there. And people come by to pay fifty dollars, or people come by to notice that it's fifty dollars and not stay in line. And so you just see this sad man sitting there with a weird red hat. And then, um, so it, it's he, uh, I think Grant Brisby, like I think he's he was the one who said it. it. He just looks like a zoo animal, basically. Like you know, you walk by, you're like, oh. But yeah, so it's weird. And so like um, from Sunday night when I got to the Mandalay Bay. And I left Thursday. Uh, there was about 45 minutes when I was outdoors at all. And that was only because one of the restaurants we ate at, which was in Mandalay Bay, uh, we sat on the patio. So that was did not get a lot of uh, – it was not a healthy few days. Like for, for that, <laughs> There was a lot of walking, I will say that. So That's that was good. good. Uh, but, yeah, so the highlights for me were, were um, uh, one of the nights there was – uh, oh, the, they previewed the documentary, the MLB Network documentary for Dennis Eckersley, and it's fantastic. Uh, that is really good. Um, like it, Eckersley himself is like, he's the most like, uh, like honest. He's just super honest and straightforward, and like, like just oh, like he's just like an open book, you know. And he's like kind of refreshing. Like you, you saw, he in the World Series, he threw out the first pitch at Dodger Stadium, like to commemorate a Dodger home run hit off him. Like any, anyone willing to just be, do that. And it's, it's like a cool guy, right? Like he's just like, look, I'm, I'm a hall of famer. I know my place. Like I gave up a home run. That's it. You know, like he's not like bitter about it at all. And like, he's but his whole life is like amazing. Like when he was with the Indians, like um, his best friend on the team was Rick Manning and uh, Rick Manning, like, cheated on or Dennis Eckersley's wife cheated on him with Rick Manning and like he's just like eh and then like they're still friends like <laughs> so, it's like really weird um but like that's who Eck is but anyway but like also Eck is like he's like basically um not narrating it because there's an actual narrator but they the way it's sort of uh they wove him in like he's basically sort of giving his life story and like him saying it like and he's funny like too like and so it, it's it was really great so that was my highlight i think um met some salsa you know uh, being online a lot you don't meet a lot of people you see them in press boxes maybe but i met a, a lot of people like who i hadn't met in person before so that's always good um but yeah other than that just yeah just a whole you know it, it's something you have to do um i, I got a couple stories out of it that I was, I had sort of planned to go. And part of the reason why I went, um, I wrote on the rule five draft. Um, uh, and then, which is the last day on Thursday. And then also something on the job fair. So talked to a bunch of people who've been through it. And then on the rule five draft, Seth Rosine, a former Dodger, he had a weird one because he went through when the Dodgers played in Australia and then they traded him within a, in between the, that and then the regular season opening so he's on the rangers so he made two opening day rosters in the same year like as a rookie so that was like a really weird thing but um yeah so uh, yeah it was like an eventful trip in that regard yeah, so it was cool 
Well, let's, do you want to start with Rule 5 draft since we're, we just kind of talked about it real quick? Dodgers didn't draft anyone but lost a couple players. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they, um, in the major league portion, they lost um, Connor Joe and Drew Jackson. I think both of these guys, I don't know exactly who if Connor Joe like worked with someone, but I know Drew Jackson. I talked to, he was an NRI in spring training last year. Um, and he had talked about like revamping his swing, you know, but kind of, you know, not to be reductive or anything, but he's, you know, basically like a launch angle guy now. And he, he had a pretty decent year in triple a, um, but like, you know, middle infielder kind of plays all around, um, you know, decent hitter. But the, the, the trick with these rule five things is though, like you, you have to like stay on the active roster the whole year or they have to offer you back. So there's, there is risk that you lost a guy, but also you're like, oh, did we really lose him? Like, we probably get him back. So, like, I um, – but, yeah, so Drew Jackson was selected by the Phillies but then traded to the Orioles. So, in most cases, I would say it's likely that he'll just end up coming back. And I think that'll probably ultimately be the case with Connor Joe, who I, the Reds took. But, I, but actually, you know, with the Orioles especially, they were horrible, and they're not going to be any good, I don't think, next year. So they can afford to, like, carry a guy, especially who could maybe hit decently. There were, like, six guys last year in the Rule 5 draft who, like, made it all the way through the year. Um, and outside of um, uh, Brad Keller on the Royals, who was really good as a pitcher, the other guys were all terrible, all negative war, like, like badly negative war. Um, so... I think teams are willing to put up with that if they know they're going to be bad. Um, so there's a chance they lose both, but it's like, you know, that's sort of the cost of doing business at this point. Like mm-hmm. they might get them back. They might not, but um, yeah. Well, we'll move on to Joe Kelly. He teased it at the start of the show. It's the biggest news we got uh, since really the off season <laughs> began outside at once Kershaw got extended and we took care of business there. So three year deal, not finalized yet. So I don't know. Do we have pretty firm numbers? Yeah, so the the reported deal by just about everybody is three years, twenty five billion. Don't know any of the breakdown at all, um, but yeah, not official. Like, so they would they also need to clear a forty man spot, but we'll get into that because there's a number of things they could do to do that, which might happen before they announce it. That kind of a thing. So that we're all kind of in this waiting mode of the mm-hmm. off season's weird because it's like that. It makes you think something's going to happen, and then you just sort of wait for it to happen. But yeah. Um, Going into yeah, this so, offseason, yeah, yeah. the bullpen was, I think, the only real uh, catcher. Dodgers need to find a catcher. Sure. And the bullpen, like, you know, kind of Jekyll and Hyde last year, probably a little bit more, you know, the, the bad side of things. So there's certainly a way to address it. Kind of an interesting candidate to take that setup role. And you don't pay a guy three years, $25 million, unless you expect him to be that outside of the closer high leverage guy. What do you think of Joe Kelly? What do you think of this signing? So, it, you know, you're right. It's like one of those things, the general sort of mantra is you don't really ever want to pay except for like elite relievers and like, but then you're, 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 you look back in the last few years, there's, you know, the, the, the sort of middle relievers and he's better. He's not like a, you know, a middling guy or whatever, but, um, uh, it, you know, the market is sort of set at that. If you basically, if you want to go out and get a guy, that's kind of the price for like an attractive pitcher, even if he's not like dominant and, and Kelly's been up and down. But I think what it is for him is he really cashed in off of a good postseason. Not to say that like the, you know, 
the Dodgers were necessarily tricked by that or something. He, <laughs> he, he pitched, look, six scoreless innings with 10 strikeouts and no walks in the World Series. So, like, the Dodgers saw firsthand how good he can be, right? But, like, it's not like they were just, like, blind to everything else. Like, he throws super hard. He's, like, um, I looked it up. There, He's, like, I think fourth in the majors in average fastball velocity. It's, like, he's a 98-mile-an-hour guy on average. Like, basically, you have, like, Jordan Hicks, Aroldis Chapman, Tyron Guerrero are the guys ahead of him, and that's it. Uh, among guys, you threw, like, 20 innings. So, um, he throws hard. Uh, he's a big spin rate guy. So I think it's one of those where the Dodgers probably think they can get a little more out of him. Uh, but they did, you know, he was really good in the postseason. He, the thing is, he walks a lot of guys. He didn't walk a batter in the postseason for the Red Sox. So I think there's some tweaking there they could do. Um, and, and maybe he found something and they're, they're probably betting on the stuff more than anything. But I think it's just sort of the, the nature of the beast. I know we saw the Rockies last year. They you know, their bullpen uh, was insane in terms of what they sort of spent on it. And like a lot of the guys they signed didn't really work out. So it turned out to be really weird for them. I, I know they still made the playoffs, but um, it was such an odd, odd season in that the, it's like the only thing they really did in the off season was like, was getting those, um, you know, relievers and they, they, it was terrible. Like, and so like, you know, that's why you don't really want to pay the relievers are so volatile, but I think that's the Dodger basically betting on stuff with him. I think. Yeah, they. I think it was an interview that they did with Joe Kelly shortly after the details of the deal went out, and the, he talked about how he was blown away by the Dodgers presentation. And as a you know fan reading this in the woods, I was like, oh, that's exciting. And then he's like, oh, they were also the first to offer a third year. It's like, well, that, now, <laughs> right, that's, right. now we're less excited. I mean, I'm still you know I'm still optimistic about the signing, but it's like, okay, I thought maybe the Dodgers really you know they were going to max Muncie this guy. And uh, huh. now, and maybe, you know, maybe they will, but still, it seemed more like the Dodgers just went that extra year and good for them. They, they having bullpen always seems to be get as many chips in the center as you can. Hopefully if you work out uh, that metaphor doesn't work, but you were talking about gambling and I got, I got, <laughs> I got to, I got to work on them Buy as many lottery tickets as you can. There you go. And hopefully oh, nice. you can punch, you punch enough. Uh, and this is an expensive one, but certainly one that has a lot of upside to it. So I am cautiously optimistic about it. It's like, um, you know, when you're, if you work at, in an office or something like, uh, and someone says, we're going to do, we're going to buy lottery tickets. Do you want in, you know, the lottery is, you know, it's a, it's a loser's game. You're not really going to win, but you're like, man, if we win, I don't want to be the guy in the office who doesn't get to split the money. So they're all put in 20 bucks or whatever it is, you know? So like that, you're right. Put, put all your chips on the table, put into the, all your lottery, buy the lottery tickets. tickets. Middle, yeah. So somehow, look, whatever. The, the winter meetings. Family metaphor. We, we, yeah, yeah. Right. We, we have to reference that. Somehow. Uh, so, but we're going to move on to, you wanted, you, you told me you want to title this episode, a couple of Boston imports. So we're going to get to the other one, not a player in a little bit, but I want to talk just a little bit about some very light rumors that went down in the winter meetings surrounding this. Um, the name that came to mind and my Twitter refreshing as much as possible was of course, Bryce Harper less to do with the veracity of the rumors and more to do with the big name. Um, a lot of teams coming out uh, excited about Harper, but no one wanting to deal with Boris. So this is going to go a while uh, the Dodgers were one of those teams. Do you, is there how much smoke is there to this? So they've definitely met with him. 
uh, I guess I was he hearing that, I guess the rumor was that uh, the report was Harper was uh, and Boris were like set up at the Aria in Vegas and when team when teams were like meeting them where the the winter meetings themselves are at Mandalay Bay. It makes sense. He's not going to like show up where all the reporters are and, and that kind of thing. So um, plus he lives in Vegas. So like that, that kind of thing, you know, this, the rumors sort of hit a fever pitch, at least with the Dodgers um, a few weeks back, I think when um, Jeff Passan and Tim Brown had the Yahoo article out saying, you know, teams are going to Vegas to meet with Harper and the Dodgers sent Magic Johnson. And then this was like a late, I forgot what night it was, but it was like a late night. This came out, you're like, okay, that's kind of interesting, right? They, they send in Magic as the closer, that kind of a thing. Like, and it's, look, it, we, we can make fun of like Magic. He's not making baseball moves, right? Like, but he is Magic. He Like, if you get him in a room, he he's Magic Johnson. Like, and that's a force to be reckoned with. It's not like, Someone's not going to just faint and go like, oh, I signed, of course. But like, uh, that, it's a huge, it's I'm kind of a big deal. Like if he's involved, right? So, but then literally the next morning, like magic direct quote, I I saw Bryce Harper. I met Bryce Harper once when Dusty Baker introduced him to me. I was not in Vegas. And then, so that story was like immediately cut at the knees. Um, but the Dodgers did meet with them still. But like, so they are, I think they're, the Dodgers are interested. I, you know, it's one of those where, I think they, there, there's definitely something there, uh, which which sort of gets me to this sort of like, this general, like feeling of like uh, anticipation where we're at right now. The one thing I will say, you know, Andrew Friedman doesn't. He's the master of like, uh, saying a lot without saying anything, <laughs> and like, so he'll answer questions, but like you know, you look, you listen back. You're like, oh, like, there's not, there's not a lot there. And like, look, that's his job, right? Like, sort of. Um, uh, so, but I will say this: during the winter meetings, like he was asked, like point blank, about, um, you know, look, the Dodgers have a lot of outfielders on the roster now. They have a lot of starting pitchers on the roster now. Do you think um, all of them are going to be? on the roster to start spring training. And he, and he was basically like, not really, you know, like he's like, I'd be surprised because something's, something's going to line up. It's going to happen, you know? And like for him to actually say that you're like, okay. So I think there's, they're definitely going to do something. It's just a matter of like the, the winner's weird because you have to, there's like timing to all these deals. Like right now, for instance, Joe Kelly, not official yet. The Dodgers have a full 40 man roster. So they have to like clear a spot to sign him. Like they'll probably just DFA a guy. That's the general, you know, uh, rule. But like they could also make some trades and clear a spot that way. So maybe it's not like they're you know holding. They might be holding like the announcement till something happens. But we're also nearing the holidays, so maybe not. Who knows? But um, so there, there's like all these little rumors floating around, like the weird one that got a lot of traction during the winter meetings where, where the Dodgers like talking a lot with the Reds Oh, before that one, though, they were still like there was a lot of smoke with the Dodgers talking to the Indians because the Indians are trying to cut payroll. They're trying to deal one of Corey Kluber or uh, uh, Trevor Bauer. So but then like they made other moves and then they traded Yonder Alonso to the White Sox. So they're at a point financially where they might not need to trade either one of those pitchers. So that might be a weird, uh, that might be a little stuck in the mud, 
but the other Ohio team, the Reds, uh, the the weirdest rumor that was reported by multiple people is that the Dodgers were like talking about getting Homer Bailey, who has been a terrible and b hurt, <laughs> and so, um, like the I guess the the most condensed uh, like rumor or the condensed portion of this rumor I could say is that it was basically like something like Matt Kemp and Alex Wood to the Reds for Homer Bailey. So there's definitely going to got to be more to it. I would imagine the Dodgers are getting a prospect or two or something, or like they still need a catcher. So um, uh, Tucker Barnhart might be in that deal. He's got like three years left on the deal. He's not a world beater, but they're at this point, they're kind of in that we need a stopgap. Um, to fill 2019 until we get to the Will Smith, Kyber Ruiz type of thing, maybe. But um, this is, I'm just sort of, you know, trying to build it out here. Um, in that move, like, against the the competitive balance tech, they saved something like, they lopped like $13 million off in that deal. So you could see why they might do it in that regard. But, but from a baseball standpoint, it's still underwhelming. But that would mean, like, that would, to me indicate that they that like that's the most we're making room for a Bryce Harper type of a rumor that there is you know mm-hmm. like I, I don't think they necessarily have to stay under the cap uh, number but something like close to it or definitely not get to that 40 million dollars over which would be uh, the the limit this year is 206 million and and if you get 40 million dollars over you not only um have the penalties, which for the Dodgers this year would be twenty percent. But you all, if you get that forty million over, you your 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 draft pick drops ten. Your first round draft pick drops ten spots, and you lose like international money. The Red Sox hit that this year, but hey, they have a World Series championship <laughs> to show for. It. So like you know, it's yin and yang. But I think that's a more of a hard, a hard cap, right? And so, look, I, that's. The more I hear about that kind of a rumor, the it's, it makes me more likely to believe that the Dodgers are swinging for something big. But then they're also in the real Muto rumors. Uh, the Mets were heavy in that, but they signed Wilson Ramos, so they're kind of out now. Um, you, I don't know what sense of urgency the Marlins have, other than that they've been telling everybody they're trying to trade him. So I don't know if, they, if he wants them necessarily be there, but... Um, so maybe it's sort of clearing the way for that kind of a deal. Um, he's got two years left on his deal. So that's more of a, that might be a bigger deal that the Dodgers are thinking of. But I think with the Dodgers right now, like definitely things are going to happen this offseason, like trade wise, but it's just a matter of to what end we don't really know. They have a number of, you know, options like we've always talked about, but I, so it's kind of exciting um in that regard i i do think things are going to happen but just maybe not right now <laughs> so when do you think i have a few we'll pick some dates which are historically so great i i i think we we all know what the Matt camp date has to be right <laughs> like yeah so when do you think outside of add joe kelly possibly dfa someone when do you think the next dodgers 40-man roster transaction will occur so we're at this point now we're recording one week before christmas and you know christmas eve is monday so i think basically like if something doesn't get done like in the next like couple days i don't think anything happens until after the new year okay so i would say 
something like um, January like fourth would be the I think the next uh, next time. Okay, January fourth. Yeah. I'm gonna say the eighth. When they okay. Do that. Next question, last one. Uh, two two part question. When is Bryce Harper no longer a free agent? Yeah, so the the sort of mo for Boris, especially with the big name guys, is is sort of is to, um, you know, wait out the market a little bit and clear the path, that kind of a thing. So that that said, they've had meetings. Uh, Manny Machado's meeting with uh, guys this week. He's not a Boris guy, but he's the other mega free agent on the market. So, um, uh, I think. I think it takes a little bit. So you, you basically have like the White Sox, the Phillies. Those are all the sort of the main teams interested in Harper. The, you know, there's more for sure. But like um, I think – I don't know if it gets all the way to February. So I'll say something like January like um, 17th. Okay. Will he be a Dodger? <sighs> Everything like you know the the rumor deal is was that they turned out from the um, Nationals was like ten years three hundred million and there were probably deferrals in there something like maybe ten years two eighty or something like that. I everything it, I just I have a hard time thinking that Dodgers would ever this front office would ever give like a ten year deal. So if they got Harper, <clears throat> it would have it would probably be like a shorter deal with like opt outs things like that. Um, but man, I, I just think there's, there's like so much stuff that's like in the air that like, I think they could, um, it would be, it, God, like almost because I want it to happen, like in a weird, in like, uh, in like, just because it's such a huge, like, um, sort of departure, I think. Uh, so I will, I'll just say, I'm going to say yes. I think he will be. That's exciting. You yeah. heard it here first. Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Tim Neverett. <laughs> let's, let's move on. <laughs> what a, what a so transition. <laughs> Wait, so it's either it's either with Bryce Harper, it's either it's either uh, yes or never. Yet, <laughs> it, right? Yeah. There it is. There's your segue. You're welcome. So they also uh so Charlie Steiner got extended breaking news from Larry King. <laughs> from Larry King, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome! Like Larry King out here breaking news in 2018. He he sends a tweet out like, "Oh, my good friend Charlie Steiner got a three year extension." And like I saw that, and I was like, "Really? Like, wow! Like three years? Okay." And then so the initial reaction to that, as you might imagine, was not good on Twitter. But like things on Twitter rarely are. But in this case, like, look, man. I, I, yeah. so Charlie's most, so, so Tim Neverett, uh, you know, came out that, uh, formerly with the Red Sox is going to do some play by play stuff with the Dodgers. Uh, the first comment on that I saw sort of in the Twitter verse, Reddit verse was from a Red Sox fan saying, I hope you like false home run calls. <laughs> I was like, oh no, we got that, <laughs> in, we got that yeah. in spades. I love Charlie Steiner outside of that, but boy, does he do it a lot. Like a yeah. lot. <laughs> I, I will. Yeah, my that's a big thing for me, especially since he's on radio most of the time. Yes, and, and a big thing for me too. Like, uh, he, he just there's like a level of like interest in the game that just seems to not 
be there. <laughs> like, honestly, like he, <laughs> I, he's a legend, like in the industry, right? He has, he's had a like illustrious career, but man, it's like the, the, I don't think the fire is there anymore, but I'll, I'll say this. So it, the, this news came out a few days ago and then the Dodgers on Monday said, we hired Tim Neverett. He's going to do, he's going to fill in when Joe Davis, uh, is doing national things. He's going to be on TV. He's also going to fill in on radio occasionally because Charlie Steiner asked to work a reduced schedule. And you're like, oh, okay. And so the Dodgers like jointly said, hey, we did we did sign Charlie Steiner three years, but he's kind of cutting it back a little bit. So that'll be interesting. Um, the sort of change here with that too is like Kevin Kennedy, who was sort of always like the filling guy because the, the, the usual musical chairs was – Charlie Steiner goes to TV to fill in for Joe Davis. And then Kevin Kennedy would be the analyst on radio with Rick Monday switching to play by play. So it sounds now like Monday is the um, radio analyst like set. And then uh, it's either Steiner or Neverett on radio on play by play. And then Joe Davis or Neverett on TV. So yeah, he, he's been around a while. Like uh, I think he's uh, 52 uh, he started in 85 with in double a uh, he's worked uh, on, you know, in major league games for like the last 11 years. Uh, I know for sure in 08, he was doing Rocky stuff. Um, then he went to the pirates for seven years, uh, radio and TV. And then he was Red Sox radio the last uh, three years. And I was looking at this like, um, so the Red Sox are weird in that. So there he was on W E E I. That's their main, station for radio and they're doing a weird thing in 2019 where i think they're going to have like instead of actually having like a game call their game broadcasts are going to be more like talk radio which sounds like a disaster <laughs> like and uh so there's an article in the boston uh boston herald i think um i'll put it in the show notes but um <clears throat> excuse me uh he he said uh tim never is quoted I chose to let my contract expire rather than go back and work for them. So like he left on like, and he's a act- hometown Boston guy too. Yeah. He's from like Nashua and like, uh, yeah. And so, um, I, I, there's another quote in here. That's good. He said, when you could say that after you get to call a world series victory and you know, it was pretty disappointing on how it all went down. So like, man, that's a, that's a bad break. Like he, I guess the, the station told him in July, you could start looking for other jobs <laughs> like like all right and, and oh by the way we here work the rest of the season you know like <laughs> that's that's going to be tough um so yeah but i i you know i can't say i've listened to a lot of them because you know it's you know if i if i'm watching like um extra innings or something he's he hasn't necessarily been the tv guy so but i from what i've heard seems all right so we'll i guess we're just someone new to get used to but um yeah so that'll be interesting so that's that's sort of the other addition like like i said we're at that part of the off season where it's like any news is good news at this point so um that's kind of what we're working with and it might be until until january uh the other thing the dodgers did also hire jeff kingston as assistant general manager um he worked with the mariners and like i've talked i so there was a report out that like the Mariners said, this is a huge loss for us. Like he worked in their analytics department. He's also like uh, worked heavily, I think in Japan. Um, So like, um, you know, he's just another addition to the front office and, you know, sort of meshes well. And uh, Andrew Friedman had good things to say about him. 
and but the funniest part was so they hired an assistant GM, and they tech the Dodgers don't technically have a general manager. So it's like what what is he assisting that was? And he was like, look, other other teams have kind of done this. I think he mentioned like the Nationals and the the Rangers, but it's just more like adding another, you know, just another uh, voice in the room type of a thing with someone with experience. Uh, and everyone seems to like him. I think and the Dodgers like will. I guess that I guess we didn't talk about this before. Uh, or maybe we did, but uh, the Dodgers, are, like for now, aren't hiring a GM this offseason. That's just been like too busy doing stuff. I think eventually they will, but like I think it, they couldn't do like a, a conduct like a proper search, and then so eventually they're going to fill the GM spot. But as of now, they have like a, a group of guys who are going to sort of uh, a group of people who are going to you know work under Friedman, I guess. Okay. Well, I think. I think that's all the news that's right to talk about. I think so. Uh, yeah. So at some point, uh, Joe Kelly is going to get announced. The Dodgers will have a corresponding move, or they'll have a trade that opens up a spot for Joe Kelly, and then they announce the Kelly deal. So, well, I'm sure we'll have something to talk about uh, a little bit after New Year. So uh, next week, being Christmas, we will not have a podcast. Uh, but some some point uh, in two, uh, early January 2019. We'll be back, but so this that, that makes this the last episode of 2018, and uh, we you know com- compared to previous years, well, maybe. Uh, we, we might be able we might sneak one in on the 31st. Maybe we'll do oh, it so a like year. when oh look if Bryce Harper signs like <laughs> in the in the week between Christmas and New Year's, or, or, yeah, we'll get a podcast out. But, we will do a uh, New Year's episode that may get recorded on like the second if there is no news to talk about. We'll yeah, that's we'll, true. We'll just talk but I will it. say this: like in uh, compared to previous years, we we ended up doing thirty five episodes this year. I think that's pretty good. Like it's yeah. not it's not ev- it's not every week, but like sometimes there's just not stuff to talk about. <laughs> so we, we we I think it was a good year podcast wise for us, and hopefully next year we'll be able to do the same. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm.